Hey, hey guys, before we start the show, I wanted to remind you guys that if you have been thinking about starting your own podcast or you have a podcast and it just needs a little bit of help, we have the solution for you. Today's show is brought to you by Idea to Launch Academy, the only multicultural podcast academy that to date has helped launch over 500 podcasts. Yep. You heard that right, 500. I mean, anyone can launch a podcast, but it takes lots of hard work and a solid foundation to have a profitable and successful podcast that stands out from the rest. You can Google how to start a podcast and publish it. And then, yeah, who's going to listen? I mean, I have been podcasting for well over a year, and while there have been many milestones and success with this podcast that you are tuned into, the greatest part of it all is building the wonderful relationships and partnerships with some of the best guests and fellow podcasters, and most importantly, the listeners. They are the reason why we're here. (laughs) Carlo Omeris, the CEO and founder of Idea to Launch, has put together a course that will help you take your podcast from idea to launch in just 30 days with her proven five-phase formula that helped her reach over 100,000 downloads in less than a year without social media presence or any tech background. You learn how to come up and refund your own podcast topics, your artwork, recording, editing, marketing, and so much more. Also, when you are part of the course, you become a part of a community of podcasters. I'm one of them. And we all help and inspire each other. Use the link in our show description to enroll in the Launcher Podcast in 30 Days 2.0. Let them know that Double Dose of Raw Talk sent you and get the Instagram 101 Crash Course for free. Enrollment is open. So what are you waiting for? Do that after you're done listening to the show and enjoy welcome to double dose of raw talk podcast your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable and remember no topic is off limits now let's talk about it all right guys we are back and it is double dose of raw talk podcast with your favorite host miss d and today i have one of my favorite patreon subscriptions of all time (laughs) (laughs) i kid you not it's like (laughs) we're gonna put people on today we really are gonna put people on today i'm crying i'm crying because i have no shame anybody who knows this platform knows I take a lot of pride in my comfort with my own sexuality, with my own body. I advocate for people to talk sex and sexuality and the comfort, like everything that encompasses what what this is. Um, There's too many people still not comfortable in that. And this is why I said this is by far my favorite patreon subscription don't tell all the other subscriptions i have but this is the favorite that's it that's what you tell everybody that's no 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 i keep (laughs) oh no i don't i love all of them but this is the favorites absolutely thank you ladies and gentlemen i have the one and only samaya and she is from sexual essentials (sighs) 
it feels so refreshing to say that. Sexual essentials. I love it. All right. So, Samaya, welcome to my show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Let's talk about it. Give the people what they want. Me too. Me too. If you just, if you will just do me the honor, and of course my listeners, just give a little bit of background as to what it is that your company entails and what it is that you have to offer. For sure. So um, my name is Maya. I'm the owner of Sexual Essentials. And yes, I'm saying sexual essentials because we literally cover all the essentials to make good sex. So um what I do is I help people create the sex life that they want, right? And I do that through hands-on classes. And so I do oral sex classes, dick riding classes, squirting classes, masturbation, anal sex, yoni massages, lingam massages, orgasmic breathing. I bring a lot of like topics that people have probably heard of before or either never heard of. And I bring them to the table so people can know what their options are as far as exploring during sex and and like navigating what they already know right because plenty of people have been having sex their whole life but it's not really fulfilling you know um and so I started this company after I had my child when I realized there were like hundreds and thousands of children that were made and the woman didn't have an orgasm at all she got big she got stretch marks she lost her boobs she lost her figure she got depressed her coochie tour, they had to sew it up and she didn't even have an orgasm like when she came. And I I was so lost and I was just like, I need to do something about it. And so I started creating these classes. And when people think like creating the sex life they want, they think I'm talking about like, oh, how do you hang from the raptors? Like I'll teach you how to do that too. But what people find is that if they learn how to do what they already know better, they realize they know a lot. They just have never really been encouraged to use it or to ask questions or they don't know where to start. And everybody's looking at them stupid if they ask questions. I'm not doing that. So, yeah, I teach people the basics of how to work their body parts and how to work other people's body parts and get some vaginal orgasms and all of that stuff going on. So I love it. That's I I love it. Let me just let me just say this. When she says she's hands on, it is an entire demonstration. And and I don't want people to like think it's like, oh, are we gonna see like her full on coach? No, that's not what it is, ladies and gentlemen. Like it's an actual educational session and what I love about it is and let me be very transparent uh, this platform knows me so far for a year and change and I have been pro masturbation right mm-hmm. like like this Absolutely. is how you get to know your body what you love what you like if you don't know you nobody else is going to get you so you need to know your body you need to know what satisfies you I have developed a whole new sense of knowledge and awareness and intimacy with my own pussy Thanks to your Patreon because and it is like I I masturbate different now. I do because what my needs were five years ago, like my body has different needs today. Like it's it's a completely different chemistry with myself, with myself. So imagine how am I supposed to feel some form or different level of satisfaction with a whole new person who he's supposed to understand that person is supposed to understand what I like if I don't even really understand what I I'm liking these days or what satisfies me or what gets me to that orgasm. Absolutely. I feel like it's like cooking. It's like, it's like when somebody gives you a recipe, if you don't know how to cook, you're going to follow that recipe like exactly. But if you know how to cook, 
when they give you the recipe, you'll say, you know what? Oh, I'm gonna tweak this and tweak that so I can get it the way I want it. You know what I mean? Like that recipe could have been great, but it was the recipe for them. And so when I when I'm teaching people, I'm not just teaching them one way to do everything. I'm teaching them the knowledge behind it. So that way, if the one way that I'm showing you how to do this doesn't work, I've taught you the knowledge between how the how the body works. And so you'll be able to say, you know what? She says something about sometimes your clitoral hood is more sensitive. So I'm going to take that and do what she said instead versus just holding on so hard to every fucking word I say without trying anything different. Like when I teach the, the knowledge behind it, you can explore way more than just trying the things that I'm volunteering, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And so I love that we're going to have this conversation and we've already dived right in, right? So we're just going to keep diving here. That's we're going to keep swimming. swimming. Um, because I do think this is important, not just for couples, uh, but also for singles. Absolutely. I think it's important for us to be conscious that, again, the level of sex life I used to have at 25 years old is different from the one I'm having today at 35. And let me just tell you this. Something happens to a woman's body at 30. I can't I don't wait. know what the fuck it is, but damn, five years in, and it's just like... That pussy is in its prime, okay? It is prime. It is in its prime. prime, okay? Prime. and But it's different. It's different. The way I've had to get to know myself is completely different, and I love it. I love the level of intimacy I've been able to have with me, and so I just need to find the right person to come into this world over here. I understand here, that. I understand. You know, to share that with, because it's, it's a whole new level of teaching here, and, and I, I, need, I need the match. That's what I need. All right. So let's dive right in. Let's keep going. So you have told us a little bit of what your role is as the head of sexual essentials, the 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 epitome and representative of the company and what you guys have to <laughs> offer, right? I mean it's the epitome here. I love it. Why is this level of work? Let's just serve some fire here for our listeners. Why is this level of work? so essential as far as the education piece goes and who does it apply to? It definitely applies to everyone. And I think that everybody is expecting me to say women first, but we know about women. So I'm going to lead with the men first and why this is important. And then we'll get back to the women because usually everybody thinks I just do classes for women and that's not true. Um, men, this is important for you too, because you guys don't really have a place in sex to speak up without like everybody condemning you. And it's like, if you judge, like when men judge the type of pussy they're receiving, they're like, oh, you don't like this? Like you gay. And it's like, first of all, what the fuck does being gay have to do with anything? Like there's nothing wrong with being gay. But second of all, um, the fact that people insult you if you try to criticize the the sex like or the fact that men don't even feel comfortable criticizing sex because women hold it as a um as like a punishment like well if you feel that way then go fuck her then like this is what we do when someone tells us that we aren't satisfied but then we want them to listen to us and of course this has been years of back and forth between men and women i don't know where it started the chicken or the egg i don't know i don't care all we can do now though is say you know what Everybody has a right to say what they don't like during sex. And men go through a lot of stuff too. And they get, nobody really understands how they work either. They don't even know. Like even when their dick doesn't get hard, everybody's like, oh, you don't like this pussy. And they really could love it, but they get anxiety too. Um, and because life doesn't let men have these type of issues, you know, when it happens in your dick, you're so confused because you've been ignoring it in real life. You probably been had anxiety, but you ain't know until it showed up in your dick. Now you looking to see what's wrong. But also the fact that 
nobody talks about the fact that sometimes people are cheating in relationships, not because they don't love their partner, but they are so fucking unsatisfied. Like, like it's so many women that are like, oh, I don't even like having sex. And it's just like, I truly believe that if you are having good sex, now you can be like asexual where you don't want to have, you know, you've had good sex, but you just don't prefer it. That totally understandable. But it's plenty of people that's like, oh, I just kind of gave up on it because it's not all that like, or because they haven't had an orgasm during sex. Or you'd have the people that's like, I don't know if I've ever had an orgasm. It's like taking a shit. If you had an orgasm, you would know. So it's just, it's so many people out here going through this stuff and nobody, everybody has shame. They don't want to talk about it. So I'm like, fuck it, I ain't got no shame. Like, I'll talk about it. Because it's so many people that come up to me behind closed doors, publicly, everything. And they're like, you changed my life. Like I had never had an orgasm. I never had told my my husband I had been faking orgasms all this time. And I gave them the words to do that. Think about it. How many people do you know that are faking orgasms? Like half, half of these people that are in these amazing relationships can't even tell you that they had an orgasm. Like Meg The Stallion, I fucking love her, but she was on Angela Yee's show. And as much as she talks about her pussy and all this good dick and, every, and everything else, she said, oh, I don't think I've had a vaginal orgasm. So sex is the hype, but ain't nobody doing it right. I'm tired of the bullshit. Like everybody all booed up on the internet. Guess what? Y'all not catching no nuts. So I really like, we need to bridge the gap between what everybody is trying to fantasize and then like the truth, mm. you know, mm. the fucking exactly. truth. No, no, exactly. And I again, I love that you're saying that because this doesn't just, again, singles, relationship, married couples, married, especially couples, because I, I've definitely seen the, these type of scenarios, couples that have been together for years, they think that will work for them 15 years ago, it's just going to keep working over and over and over again. And that's not the case, there should be no shame in having those conversations. And you also have to be responsible enough to know, Hmm, maybe I do need something different. Maybe I need to do this also. Maybe it's not about being a problem. It's about what can I do, what you're able to control. And I feel like I'm with you 1000% when you said it's not that he or she doesn't love you and that's why they cheat. It's sometimes a, a matter of satisfaction. Really? I agree with you. I'm, I agree with and you. I, and um, it's, it's not no an excuse, on this. you know, to no, cheat. It's, not, it's just, it's not. Everybody is like, oh, my guy says he loves me, but how can he love me if he cheated? Your body needs a certain type of nut, so much so that if you don't nut, you will come in your sleep. But everybody tries to downplay sex. Excuse me. Everybody tries to downplay sex, but they don't realize what what's missing is solutions, you know? Like, yeah. And and also men have to be patient with women too. Like after they have a baby. Your pussy don't just snap back and be ready to growl and any of that. Like now, yes, if y'all have really great sex, she might miss it. But nine times out of 10, whatever was good sex before a baby and responsibilities was lighthearted sex. It was good then. But when you start adding these responsibilities in there, wasting your time fucking and you're not catching a nut, it's going to seem crazy. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like even when you fucking her good, now, this is another thing, and this is another thing. Sometimes you're fucking her good after she has a baby. So she's letting y'all have sex, but she's being lazy. Still two different things because she still want to have sex, but she being lazy. So that's another thing. But then you got some women that's just like, I don't want to fuck at all. And there may be a chance that because your dick was not making her come and now she ain't got the energy to fake it no more now that it's somebody sucking on her titty. 
like absolutely that and then absolutely that and then the pussy don't snap back and women don't know how to bring their pussy back to life after having a baby like you can really like the dick that you're getting and your pussy legit is just not cooperating right Mm -hmm. people don't understand that lube makes sex better even if you have wet pussy it makes sex better Mm -hmm. but everybody Mm -hmm. is just so fucking proud to like be geyser pussy like and it's just like don't nobody even know that like what (laughs) people be just so worried about what other people got to say for somebody that's not paying your bills yeah i just i don't get it and i'm just like why don't we just talk about it because if i put some lube on this pussy guess what it ain't gonna feel no different than your super soaker wet pussy over there and mine still may feel better because guess what lube gives you a different feeling like it's a whole different pussy so when your man say he 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 wants something new, just put a different type of lube on there every night. Like I got some new pussy for you. Here, this pussy A, this pussy B, like the wigs. Instead of wearing wigs, you just got new lube to try on. Different. That's really what it is. You want a new bitch? Say less. Let me just say less. Like and people don't it. understand it. If they just we talk about it more and embrace it, then you know instead of just talking about what bag we all got let's talk about which lube we all bought like let's get into it I agree. <laughs> yeah i agree i think one of my my realest moments was and and this is not to throw no shade on any man who has made me come most of y'all have done a wonderful job shout out to all of you we love I know you. some of y'all listen we okay we, we appreciate you yes we do but because and again it's it's not because i have her on the show it's it's real shit here because i've gotten to learn new ways of me getting to that nut to that orgasm to come right because i already know what my pussy could do right but because i need to i, I mean i do then you know how to make that pussy top. I, I mean i know i know what, I know what i'm doing <laughs> but i also have to be realistic to like uh this was kind of sort of getting a little boring on this end. Maybe I need to do something different from my end. Mm-hmm. What else do I like? What else is there for me to do to try? Have I done it all? Am I here just talking shit like as if I have done it all? Or is there more for me to be able to explore? Is there more that my body could want and need, right? Absolutely. And I've discovered a whole, first of all, first of all, first of all, I pride myself in a lot of shit. But based on, again, I said it a minute, I will say it again. Based on what I've learned just through your platform, there is a lot I haven't done. There is a lot I haven't tried and explored. There is so much that I can do to have an orgasm without actual penetration. And I wish, I wish people would understand how beautiful the world of sex is. (laughs) And a lot of people will say, oh, sex is not everything. I am a firm believer that it is. I do think that sex is everything in the sense of this, right? Sex is supposed to be the one time you're supposed to be so naked, so intimate, so vulnerable, so there with that person or people, however which way you love to enjoy yourself. That's perfectly fine. If you can't do that, and that's supposed to be everything. If you can't do that, then, then it's not going to be everything. Problem. Yeah. Right. It's not going to be everything. Yeah. And that's a huge problem to me, at least to me. And I know a lot of people who that makes a huge difference too, as far as being able to come as far as just feeling satisfaction. Um, I am in a space right now and, and I want to be able to dive into this with you. I am in a space right now where I 
am over here, you know, just channeling and manifesting the type of person, the type of partner that I want in my life. And a lot of that does have to do with the intimacy and the chemistry and the sex, right? And I think I'm entitled to that, right? Because I already know you myself so much. You I, I, yeah. I also think, like, the to your point of just saying, like, you know, you deserve a good sex partner. A lot of people are saying they're not having good sex. And then I say, okay, well, are you having good sex without a partner? And the answer is still no. So now my question is, was the sex not good or were you not good? Because if you don't know anything, they're just drawing on a blank sheet of paper. I don't know how to draw at all, but every time I go to paint it with a twist, I come out with a fucking masterpiece, okay? Like every time, why? Because they gave me the outline. They told me what to do. Did they come over there and hold the paintbrush for me? No. No. But pussy is like painting with a twist. If you don't know how yours works, how are they (laughs) supposed to make a masterpiece out of it? And it is true. And I'm just like, okay, if you're having bad sex by yourself, then honey, what's the common denominator? Yeah, no, you're right about that. Yeah, I hope y'all listening. I hope y'all taking notes here because some of y'all be listening to all the out-of-pocket shit I be saying. And this is exactly <laughs> where half of the shit comes from. This is it. This is the platform. I'm telling you. They gonna like, hate me. It's I'm, no, no. I want people to know, I, like, it does this is not an excuse for men to give bad sex or any of that. It's just saying all of us are accountable to making the sex good. You for your partner and you for yourself. For you. And a lot of it is communication. You know, a lot. All of it. I love her. All of it is about communication, honestly. Take my monthly coins on Patreon (laughs) as much as you fucking want. I've been saying that turning blue in the face to people. And listen, I'm no expert, right? I've, I've been married. I've been divorced. I've had relationships, breakups. But I can assure you this. Till this day, knock on wood, I have yet to hear somebody to complain about my ability to learn and to be very open-minded and to communicate with them on what I like and what I don't like and vice versa, okay? I take a lot of pride in that. This is exactly what I constantly say. It's the communication. Y'all have to be comfortable to talk about the shit. It hurts me. I'm going to be super duper honest right now. It hurts me. I'm a 35-year-old woman. When I listen to people around my age group saying that they are not sexually satisfied and they have a partner, a a, a spouse, they have long-lasting relationships, everything is great except the sex there's been changes something's not right something is different changes that i think we all might go through at some point and and they're not they're not knowing how to cope with it and that could really put a strain on a relationship it could really put a married or not married it could just put a strain on your relationship when you do not know how to communicate this and i'm glad that you said you're you're throwing us some advice here too what would be your advice when it comes to that part, the part of the communication, let's say to a couple that is struggling with this. My thing is, there's a level of fear that we have. And I have to ask you, like, who are you scared of? Are you scared of yourself? Are you scared to lose your marriage? Are you scared they're going to cheat on you? Think something's wrong with you? Like, are you scared they're not going to hear you? Are you in a situation where you can't say that? Like, I want to know the truth. Because a lot of people just say, I can't say it. And I want to know why. And is your why because you don't have the knowledge around it? Because there's so much research we can do and information I can give people so they can not only come with a problem, but come with a solution when they bring this up as well. 
And also, are you ready to take some accountability? Because when you're trying to tell somebody, hey, I've never had an orgasm with you. Are you ready to take the accountability for the part that you played in that? And are you ready to apologize? So when you say, hey, I've never came, are you ready to apologize for letting them think that you did? Are you ready to apologize for lying or faking it? Like, because you played a part. Because you have no idea what that person would have done if you told them, hey, I didn't come. And also, if you did tell them and you stayed, that was your fucking responsibility. That was a boundary that you let them cross. And you let them get so far into this, whether for whatever reason, acting like you were okay with something that you weren't. Right. And so my question is, were you scared of being alone? Were you scared of just you wanted companionship in that moment? Did you think that you could go without it throughout the rest of your life? Because the truth is the only thing that you can tell somebody when you're starting this. Like you can't open up into anything that's this transparent and not be ready to give the truth. Absolutely. So if you're telling somebody, like even have like even with a current partner, even if it's not you're not married. If say they make you come all the time and one time they don't, that's the time where you tell them the truth. And not just because it's just one scene that you didn't come. So you never bring it up. Get in the habit of practicing, having that conversation. Hey, that was really great. I didn't really finish. Do you want to, um, you know, use a toy or are you free later? So we can wrap this up. Like you can make it into a jokey thing, whatever you want, but the point is getting to the habit of saying it because we always find a way to get around saying nothing. Like we find some way to validate saying absolutely nothing. And there is no validation for that. It's about sucking it up and being the big girl that you say you are in front of everybody else, right? You a boss bitch, you ends up hands in, da, 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 da. And fellas, please understand that someone gaslighting you or manipulating you or flipping the tables on you when you bring up something that you don't like is not okay. And if someone is doing that to you, you need to also bring that up as well. So if you bring up to her, hey, babe, I love you. And I just, I know that, you know, the body is different, but is there something that maybe I can kind of do for you? Because I just feel like our sex isn't really doing it for me. And so I'm just trying to figure out what what has changed or is there something, you know, I, I know that the energy I get from you is a direct reflection of the energy I give to you, you know? Mm -hmm. So see, and that comes in taking accountability. You didn't come in like, man, you, you've been lazy. You've been, you're not coming in guns a blazing. You're like, you know, what am I doing to you to like, cause you know, we used to be like this or is it just both of us? Like, damn, do we need a vacation? Do we need a stay at home night? Like I just, I miss us young, wild and free, or, you know what, we've been adulting too much lately. Like I really just, oh, you know, yes. like bring up those things with, but to do that, you have to truly believe it's nobody else's fault. Right. If you believe it's someone else's fault, it's going to come off like it's their fault, you know? And you have to understand that sex is a two-way street. So at some point you are responsible for the sex that you are getting. Like you're responsible for your own nut. Because you're responsible oh who you God. give the responsibility to. Yes. Oh, I love this. I, I'm, I'm going to send this episode to a few people like, <laughs> directly. Like, I love you to death. And I think this is what you need to listen to. You and your partner. Mm. No, because I, I just, I feel like, I feel like because there's still always, so, and that was like a perfect um, segue right there with the toy conversation. Right. And it's, it's, it's going to shine some light on the stigmas that still remain again, whether singles, whether relationships, but also me being a woman who is very, 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 very comfortable with bringing toys into the bedroom. And one of the things that I have always shared with my partners 
is that, that I am very comfortable with it. I want to know what are your limits? What are your hard stops? You know, I, I communicate what are my desires, my wants, my needs, my non-negotiables. What are my limits too? Because I have a few. Um, But not all people are receptive still to the thought of bringing in toys into the bedroom. So uh, we're going to dive right into the second part of the show. Um, I, I, You know what? I just realized I didn't even announce what the first part is called. It's called as raw as it gets. And so that's exactly what <laughs> I guess just did for y'all. She got real raw with y'all. Um, but double or nothing. Okay, that is our second segment. And this one is definitely going to highlight the sexual stigmas, right? And so keeping it raw, there are definitely some myths still surrounding the whole concept of toys. And toys is still a conversation that I like to have constantly because I don't care how it may feel or seem like people are more accepting of it. Because let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all, yeah. I've been to some some places, some public places, some stores and all. And it seems like a lot of people are very welcoming of toys. And that's great. I love it. But there's still people who are not. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it's an old school mentality. I don't know if it's a, I can't even say so much, uh, just a machismo type of thing. Um. You know, even in my culture. Because there's also some women who are also not receptive to the whole toy concept, right? I want to be able to nip this in the bud. So for one, I want to start off with giving a quick shout out to, like I said, the Patreon subscription. And Patreon is a platform where, you know, plenty of creatives and educators can go. (laughs) And you guys can sign up. And they have different tiers. And depending on the tier that you choose, um, you know, for the subscription itself, you are privy to a lot of knowledge and information <laughs> and access. I mean, I get text messages here. I get videos. I get tutorials. It's a lot. It's a lot. I get a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. But I love it. I love it. Honestly, this is by far the most robust subscription I've ever encountered in my life, to be honest. That's it. I need y'all to take notes here. Um, but there are some classes that really stood out to me that I loved and i want to be able to shout them out before we dive into the entire toy concept right for sure so the first one first of all shout out to your playlist yeah okay, the play shout out to the playlist okay I'm, I'm one that likes to put playlists together of my own for my different satisfactions for while i'm working out at the gym post gym workout on my walk home I, I you know my shower time my me time like i, I have the but your playlist on key all the time okay so are we ready for this i'm ready and i might be saying it wrong okay lingam massage the lingam massage yes lingam massage okay i'm just gonna name them okay i i need you guys to just understand i'm (laughs) my listeners know this i am a fan of massages i love massages i think it is the best way at least for me personally to get into my mind especially when you want me to orgasm yeah it really relaxes the whole body like it really does because that blood flow is like really and breathing i'm one of those yeah yes i'm one of those um the sexual massage by dash definitely my favorite yeah oh my oh my sweet jesus (laughs) i i loved it loved it i did too (laughs) yeah i know i know i listen my partner is somewhere out there in this planet and that person will listen to this episode and understand for like the millionth time what I love about massages. Um, pussy eating 101 and 102. Okay. Okay. 
Lord. How do I say this? Again, shout out to all of y'all who have done a great job with me personally, right? But I think that is definitely the go-tos for like the partner that I feel is going to be my forever of what I'm going to show them to look at. And I think the reason why is because for one, I think even myself holding myself accountable to the knowledge that I've had, I've always just thought that for me to make myself come, I only had to focus on one area when it comes to my pussy, right? And there's so much more to the entire or I mean, like I'm the, whole the whole the vulva, the whole vulva, yeah, everything. There's so much there. The yoni massage is the same as the the erotic massage by Dash. She was doing a yoni massage, and so not only is the lingam massage on there for and lingam, you guys, is the Sanskrit word for penis, so it's a dick massage. Yes. Um, but yes. there's a yoni massage on there too, three parts. So like the fellas, or you know, whoever has a lady partner, but more importantly, a lot of the men are like, do you have classes for us? There are a lot of classes on there for you guys. Um, yes. You guys are just looking for classes that says dick classes. Like, that's not how it works. It's so much stuff. Um, so like the Yoni massage is a three-part massage that I teach. And then I had someone perform one on me. Like, it, it's all right there, but people aren't reading. Like, the best sex of their life is being passed up simply from not even reading the title, like because they only read the title of the video, thinking that it couldn't mm -hmm. apply to them. Um, mm -hmm. Those are some of my favorite videos too. The Pussy Eating 101 and 102 definitely puts, I think it into perspective for mm -hmm. people trying to eat pussy and not just men, because there's so many women out there trying to learn how to eat pussy. And also it helps them learn how to describe to someone else how to eat their pussy. Because you ever had someone ask you like, how do you like it eating? And like, what do you say? Like that part, you know? So exactly. we don't know how to describe what we're feeling down there or how to duplicate it with words. You know, we just know how it feels, but you can't, you know? And so I understand the disconnect. Um, with the erotic massage by Dash, I tell people all the time I support sex work all the time. Like I may not like be having sex with a with a sex worker per se, but there are so many different things to experience that don't have sex involved at all. You know, mm -hmm. technically I'm a sex worker now by doing a demonstration on somebody. Somebody donated their pussy to science to me, and now I'm a sex worker. Look how that works. Like. I was fully clothed, you know, anybody that saw those demos, I was fully clothed. My mouth was to myself. Um, mm -hmm. It was a jokey matter, you know, but I did, I demonstrated on a vulva and now that considers sex work. So it's like, don't knock it till you try it, you know? Mm -hmm. And even if you think you know how to eat pussy the best, why wouldn't you want to just make sure, you know? Or even if you feel like, oh, I don't know what I do works nobody ever said it didn't like nobody's telling you to sign up because you don't know anything i'm telling you to sign up if you want to keep getting to know shit because there's a lot of shit out there that we don't know just like root religion you know how like you find out that there's all this other stuff going on everywhere else it's just like that with sex people are having sex in different ways than we are here yeah so like even the yoni massage and the lingam massage those are things that are done in other places and we don't do it here so right. learning about the culture of sex is important because you can experience different decades of things that have been lost and found and you know like oh they were doing this long time ago we had no idea you only know what you know so keep getting to know shit you know like absolutely yeah you know it's funny that you said um 
it's not that you don't know anything for you to have to be able to participate in this. And I put into perspective, right? Um, I'm showing up on a day-to-day job. I'm performing here, right? On a day-to-day basis. I have somebody judging that performance on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, I get a score. And I'm, I'm here to show up and show out every single day and give it my best every single day, mm-hmm. right? And so if you think about, you know, the the technical and literal term of a performance appraisal here <laughs> and the fact that this is what it is right like don't you want to keep learning more don't you want to mm-hmm. keep enhancing your skills don't you want to keep getting to know what works for you where your areas of improvement where are your strengths where are your weaknesses it's the same concept if if we were to give that much dedication and commitment to the knowledge and to the active self and it's not just the nut yes that is a goal of course it's always my goal i can show you that <laughs> but <laughs> but how do i get there is it always go- listen i mean can i just bend over and you could just bang it out sure not a problem but there's gonna be a point where i'm gonna be going like this here we go. Like, you know, there's mm. going to be a point. I need, I need something more. People don't know how and to accept criticism or give. No, people don't know how to give criticism because they're hoping that they don't get the criticism back. Like, they're going to be like, oh, no, that was great. I don't I don't I don't have any suggestions. Da, 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 da. And uh, and and then they're expecting the other person to tell them the same because that's what they wanted to hear. And then you're going to be looking crazy when that other person was like, I mean, it was OK, but I think we could do better here, here and here. And. The wording is not that you could do better. It's that we could do better. Our, your only job is to be you all day. But sometimes for an hour, maybe two out of the day, out of the week, you decide to share your body with me. So we have to find a way to intertwine seamlessly. That takes a lifetime, you know, to do that. And so people have to take this pressure off of themselves to be like perfect and mm-hmm. like the first time you have sex with somebody is usually the worst. It usually gets better, you know, yes. because you're getting to know each other better. So why are we acting like we have to be perfect? Why are we embarrassed? Or do we feel like, oh, that's where our worth is? Like for me, I feel like it's so sexy when I can tell a guy like, oh my gosh, we could definitely work on it next time. Like, dang, I slipped. I I usually don't even do it like that, but I was kind of nervous. And us being able to laugh about it and talk about it and him see that, I'm like super chill. Like I'm cool. Like it's all good. Like let's just work on this together versus me sitting in the car with an attitude like this. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now he can't fix shit. Like, like he don't got feelings either. It's just, everybody is full of shit. Like when it comes to dealing with other people, like for real, for real, like you be doing like when, and women do it all the time. Women do shit to people, do stuff to people. They would not want nobody to do to them. Or say shit to men that you would not want them to say to you. Like, you'd be fucking crying if he was like, girl, your pussy was stank. Like, you would be fucking crying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it likely goes back to that communication, you know, yeah. part where it's yeah. just like, we have to learn how to talk to each other and with kindness and not purposely, purpose, purposefully to hurt. Purposefully. purposefully. There's, there's purpose to that word, purposefully. <laughs> Look, I, I suck dick for a living. What do y'all want from me? All right. So <laughs> I just, I it. that would be a dream job. <laughs> you know, we just, we got to learn to talk and just have more grace, be more kind to yourself, be more kind to others. Like if you like the person you fuck, you should not want to hurt their feelings, but also don't want to lead them astray. It is a perfect balance that we're looking oh. for, you know? 
somebody is going to make me text somebody and just have a conversation because look <laughs> I just really need to tell you I just been want to tell you like we need to have a conversation <laughs> let's do let's don't do be that. using let's me to open up together. them boxes <laughs> do it watch watch a couple of my friends are gonna listen to be like really bitch you had to say it on the episode like really hey, like, why are you yes, feeling yourself why are you feeling yourself <laughs> all right so i love the concept that you just threw out there because um you said you know you if you don't like the person you're fucking um let that sink in because i think that a lot of people settle once again especially when it comes to long-term relationships, long-lasting relationships, married or not. They think, oh, I've been with them this long. Oh, you know, for the kids. Oh, for this and the third. Don't get it twisted. Sometimes I wonder, too, like, what could I have done better in my previous relationships, especially the one where I share a child. You know what I mean? But at the same token, it's like I check off everything. I know everything, you know, ran its course. It had to end the way it did and what have you, right? But I, I would hate to think that anybody would just settle and compromise their satisfaction and their orgasms just because they are not receptive to that point of fear like are you are you fearful of being alone are you fearful of you know new things are you fearful of moving on and you're here just settling and not catching an orgasm or just not being satisfied at all through any sexual session and i think what's important in that is the reality of do you like that person that you're fucking it's just because you married them doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're gonna like them forever just yeah you may not like so them anymore doesn't mean Right, you may not like them anymore. And you're so dealing with the wrong that? thing. You're dealing with the sex in your marriage or the sex in your relationship, but the issue isn't the sex. The issue is that some other underlying issue that affects sex, which is why it's called sexual essentials. And you see all those relationship classes I have on my Patreon, not just for sex. Like half of the videos I feel like are for sex and the other half are like the other shit that goes on that people aren't don't realize is also going on they just see sex as one act and then everything else is another um mm-hmm. but also some people don't know that it's possible they've never seen it who have you mm-hmm. seen that's been living out loud about being sexy without being called a whore like what amber rose back in the day like the slut walk but like you didn't see your grandma just like girl let me go to the store and get you a vibrator girl because you gotta have your own vibrator like they weren't advertising that they were advertising getting you a man and making sure you go to school and the emphasis that they put things on and even in science the emphasis is on the man like catching a nut nobody even talks about the fact that a woman like science didn't even say that that a woman has to nut for for a baby to be made so why does the rest of the world care you know right and it's just like it's not all fear and self-hate some of it is just some people didn't even know that this was possible they literally Mm -hmm. thought this is the sex that has been handed to me all my life and I like one of these guys so that's great and so I'm lucky like this is and I like and they might like the sex they might like the sex so they don't even know something more amazing is possible and that's why I tell people it's this is not you'll be surprised what you don't know so many women who masturbate and have good sex, so many marriages, so many couples follow my Patreon and they're like, mm. we already had a great sex life, but girl, or, oh, I, I'm a major ma- uh, masturbator. I, I've been masturbating for years and I, and girl, you taught me some new shit. Like, because stop being a fucking know-it-all. It's not sexy. You don't know what you don't know. I still take classes every single week on sex things from other people. Cause there's still things I want to learn. I want to get better at. 
you know? Mm-hmm. But everybody swears they know every fucking thing. And so because she takes classes on a weekly basis on everything, I learn from her. Uh, I don't, no, no, no. I don't give a shit if currently I'm single. I got out of a relationship well over a year ago. And, and yes, I had amazing sex. Uh, it was what I considered to be the best sex I've had. And and again, no shade to anybody else because of the communication, because of it was a good partner for us to say, right. It was a good partner. Can I okay, work so out? Yeah, can I right. work out? Does that mean I have to start slacking? No, I, I have, to, I have to stay ready be on top of me. Exactly. Yeah. I have to make sure I still keep getting to know my body every single day like on everything i tell people all the time like it is a practice like going people be like oh i'll practice that when i get a man girl i ain't got no man right now guess what i hear men say it all the time i'm gonna stop cheating when i get into marriage and guess what they get into marriage and they cheat why because you've never practiced not cheating not cheating oh my god and so when women think they can be like lazy about their sex their own sexuality and then they're gonna be hot and spicy when they get in a relationship no you're gonna be hot and spicy ready for them to fuck you but guess what when they're tired are you gonna be able to reciprocate do you know how to get that dick up sit on it ride it and give both the eye a nut clean it up and then ask them to make you a sandwich sis do you really know are you just are you just ready to lay there like a little starfish? And, oh, I'm so hot. We so sexy doing all that mimosa talk, being a little hot girl just to come home and lay on your goddamn back. Don't get me no. started. No, 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 no shade, but you're speaking though. truth. No shade. No, it's though. not no shade. This is a, this is a whole word. This is essential. It's essential mm-hmm. conversation. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, we need to put it out there. We do. I, 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 Listen, a lot of, and, and let me put, be very transparent. My demographic of the show is an equal amount of men listening as there is women. What's and that, the age that? range is definitely in the what's 30s. That? So this is serious conversation to have because guess what's right around the corner? The 40s. And just because you turn 40 doesn't mean, oh, you die and you don't have mm-hmm. sex. Fuck that. Keep fucking. No, you keep should. Fucking. You should keep. Absolutely. You have to be on top of this. If you're not having sex right now, that doesn't mean you don't need to still please yourself. Doesn't mean you don't need to still get to know yourself. Doesn't mean you don't feel your brain with the knowledge of certain things. Well, what you're going to do is do that. Just sit there and just forget about whether your dick works or your pussy works. No, that's not what the fuck you do. Like, come on. Like, it, it, come on. We're humans. We're humans. And, and it's okay to be able to keep ourselves prepared. And, you know, again, I hate to do the analogy, but I'm going to fucking do it. Doesn't an employer question you? Well, why did you take a two year break from a job? Like, you, what I were you doing? Were you bettering yourself? What were you doing? What were you doing? Yeah. Like, what, 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 you know what I mean? I mean, hello, when you sit there and listen, there was a point in my time I was celibate for two years. I was celibate from fucking. That doesn't mean I was not taking care of me, but I was celibate from fucking. <laughs> I, was, I was years ago. Years mm. ago. Years ago, um, we ain't never doing that again. No, that's not gonna happen. I, I, I'm very honest on that. I wish everyone luck that's being celibate. I tell people all the time, a lot of people be celibate until they find something good, and I'm like, I don't know if I believe that celibate because it's like as soon as you find something that's worth it, you just gonna do it. So why don't you just? I was in misery when I chose to do it. I'm like, <laughs> if I have no shame, I'm gonna admit I'm just... it. I was a full blown misery. And then I was like, nah, I don't gotta do this to myself. Fuck that. Like I'm at least uh-huh. taking care of me. Grab my and then I'm listening. And, and then it, <laughs> yeah, and then it and then it worked for me when I did find something that was entertaining enough to go let loose with. So there you go. It worked out. <laughs> All right. So 
a whole word right now on how the world is basically absolutely miseducated. And then there's a whole world out there that knows exactly what the fuck they're doing, how to fuck, how to please, how to make each other climax, how to get that orgasm. Right. And again, like I said before, we still have so many stigmas surrounding the whole concept of sex toys. And so I was doing a little bit of digging and I found this, I guess you could say it's like an article. It seems to have been from really, really old, right? But I found it intriguing first and foremost. And and this is why I said, oh, you know, 40s right around the corner, guys. This was an article, I believe in 2012 on the AARP website, AARP, <laughs> AARP, okay? And I was like, no, nah, I got to bring this shit up. I have to, right? And it's titled Home and Family, Sex and Intimacy. And it's about six myths about vibrators. Men should know the truth about these handy assistive devices. So shout out to AARP for doing an article like this in 2012. Okay. Ahead of like the curve. Nipping the fucking stigmas and myths in the ass. Like fuck all this shit. Vibrators can be fun. There can be a lot that you can do with vibrators. It doesn't mean that it's for literally myth. Vibrators are for lonely losers. Wrong. And not lonely no losers. No real man would ever use a vibrator in partner sex. Wrong. If a woman needs a vibrator to have an orgasm, there's something wrong with her. Wrong. If she needs to have an orgasm, there's something wrong with her man. Wrong. Like the ARP was like, nah, we're here for all yeah. of y'all. Yeah. Like, but see, now they've grown and they've learned. They've learned and now they like, Absolutely. they already don't do it. But that's the thing, Absolutely. like demon dick, like some of the best dick ever is dick that uses toys too because they're overstimulating the body like properly, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's just, it's so thorough when a man like Mm -hmm. brings, allows, or encourages sex toys in the bedroom, especially a vibrator Mm -hmm. because like getting that vaginal orgasm is so much easier when it's induced by another orgasm at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't understand like a vaginal orgasm is nothing more than a clitoral a deeper clitoral orgasm, but it's deeper. So you need to get that surface clitoral orgasm first. So that way it'll reach deeper, you know, and pull out that, that deeper clitoral orgasm. You know, we just call it a vaginal orgasm, but um, a lot of people get tired before that happens. Their mouth gets tired. It cramps up, like, you know, all these different things that are all okay and normal. Mm-hmm. So get some fucking help. Yes. And it's like, and like everybody uses their mouth and their tricks on the foreplay, like the oral sex, but women are supposed to be having, men and women are supposed to be having 18 to 45 minutes of foreplay. If you use all of your mouth during that time, when the body is properly ready to orgasm, you're tired. So you can't even keep going. And then she got blue pussy because you didn't got her hyped up mm-hmm. and she can't even come. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I actually heard about that. I'm, I'm in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my, my platform knows that. And there's a lot of different things I've seen sometimes come in through the emergency room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, 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 there are, there are. I call <laughs> it blue pussy. I don't, I didn't think that was a real thing. I feel like it's like, just like when men get blue balls where basically right. they are about to have a nut and for some reason they don't. And so their body got caught in in their sex cycles, you know, without completing the sex cycle. It's like trying to stop when you're taking a shit. You ever like farted and you'd be like, oh, wait, no, I need to go to the bathroom. But it's too late. Like, now you got to waddle to the bathroom or hurry up. You got to stop what you're doing. Like, whoa, that is not what I thought it was. I got to go to the bathroom. 
women, if you've been on your period, you already know what I'm talking about. So, you know, yes. your stomach be fucked up yes. for no reason. But yes. but it's the same thing. It's like with women, yeah, we be pissed too. Like if you if we feel like we're about to come and you stop for whatever reason, we're going to be agitated. Like even if you put the dick in because you started one type of orgasm and didn't finish it there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You didn't finish it. You, you know? And so yeah, it's yeah, just now, you now you're frustrated. So I guess blue pussy or blue balls is a frustration. Now for, for men, blue balls is real. Like your balls actually hurt. Like you gotta yeah, massage, yeah, yeah, you gotta massage that shit out. So I wanna actually say this. It it definitely again, it has not happened to me, but I've I've been in healthcare and I've seen it. And I happen to know a couple of women who, because of either lack of sex or at least lack of satisfaction lack of being able to climax the build up to oh my god i'm about to come and then not being able to do it has resulted in painful ass fucking pussy lips a whole vulva in pain oh so many shit okay and i believe i had heard once um oh my i gosh. have to look up the term because i'm not a clinician right i do i am in healthcare but i'm not a clinician um there is a term actually it's like I've heard of of rare stories where like an actual cyst can actually build up um, if a woman is not able to come to the point that you said in the beginning, women can actually orgasm in their sleep. And that is very Mm -hmm. true. I've heard of that. I I mean, I can't say it's true because I'm not a scientist nor am I a clinical person, but I've heard of that. No, it's definitely a real thing. There are like 13 different types of organizations. I've read it, right. Yeah, I've read it. And it goes hand in hand with the concept that if a woman is not able to come, her body or will she's do it. not getting this, her right, her body will do it. And if that's a problem, then her body can actually like physically be hurt in pain mm-hmm. or it will react. It will react. Oh and goodness. so I think this is the part where it is important. You know, these aren't just classes to, you know, learn how to ride dick. <laughs> First of all, my knees are shot. Maybe had I found your classes a lot sooner, my knees would be much better at this point. Look but here. they're not, so I'm going to have to do better. And I, <laughs> I tell people the reason I love my riding class, I had knee surgery. I developed the class yeah. after, after the knee surgery. So when they're like, oh, size, this is, I was 230 pounds doing this class. Like, mm-hmm. I was huge, sexy, but huge. (laughs) And that's okay too. But it's how people are writing. And they're like, oh, is this Mm -hmm. for big girls? The class is for people who want to do the fucking work. Yes. That's what the class is for. Like, I'm not here for your excuses on size. Like, I've interviewed a woman that, that, that does pole. And she's like voluptuous she's beautiful but she's I saw yeah that. like she's she's not a skinny woman at all and I'm like mm-hmm. she has all this strength mm-hmm. because she practiced people don't want to practice anything it's skinny girls that don't know how to ride dick so size is not the problem it's just it's not it's for whoever wants to do the work and a lot of people don't want to do the work that's yeah and that's actually I believe that is what um if I'm not mistaken I think you have mentioned that um, you know, when people constantly ask you the same question on the IG story, you mentioned about you developing that class, like when you were heavier and after you did have the surgery. And for me, it's like, I know what pains I do feel. I work out, I lift heavy. So I know what pains I have felt with my knees and what workouts I do to strengthen my knees. But even for that, again, I do flex on it. I know I've done my great with my performance appraisals in this area too, but 
if I know my body's changing, I know I want to make that better for me, yeah. for my comforts, for me to be able to come and still enjoy it and be satisfied and be able to satisfy the other person. So that's, that's you know, I, I left the dick writing class con- conversation <laughs> for later. I didn't just say that off the bat in the beginning, but she has an amazing dick writing class there. So she, we're going to link this um, Patreon subscription in the show notes because I just, I need people to understand there's value to this. It's, it's, it's value. I Absolutely. see value and and i love the the space and the platform that's been created to break certain stigmas that your classes say about toys are not just for the women they are for men too it is for everyone to come and under to come (laughs) and understand (laughs) and learn and 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 be open-minded to the toy conversation i think what makes very unique to your platform too is that i really feel like it is an educational session absolutely i really feel that way absolutely everything i do is is educational in some form or fashion whether it's like picking the brains of someone else letting you know i always have guests teachers on so it's like you pay 15 bucks and you get access to all of my library outside of the master classes of course those are separate but everything else so it's like over 130 classes and it's not all just taught by me I brought in guest teachers I have other teachers that are famous for other classes come in and teach their classes and you know different like like different um round tables and and debates and different happy hour events where we're talking about stuff, showing people different games they can play, um, showing people what type of sex toys um, I would use on a man with a man involved, um, showing people about different toys they didn't even know existed, fucking machines, riding, you know, riding bitches and riding crops and all this other stuff, stuff they didn't even know existed. You know, and some people I, I didn't know some of them a lot of a lot of things people don't know. And and you know, I have the bedroom tales on there. I'm at I'm about to add a segment about um at a book club. And so with the book club, we'll go through a book and read about a couple of chapters together and then we'll come through and talk about it because a lot of people ask me, What books did you read to learn all this and learn all that and all this other stuff? And so it's like, you guys want to know about it? I'm giving you everything. And it's for 15 fucking dollars. It costs me $15 to wax these eyebrows, okay? And I got to do that twice a month. This is once a month. So it's like, yeah, I could give it away for free, which basically $15 is almost fucking free. Uh, which you also did for a very long time <laughs> for a very let's long just, time let's, let's, yes let's just I used to that. give this information for free for a very long time yes I tell people all the time like if you're not willing to invest but you're ready for me to keep recording and answering these questions all my time putting myself out there then you don't really want to know you're just intrigued by the conversation mm-hmm. are you really Absolutely. trying to be better and so it's so many people watching and they may not be ready to do everything they see yet. They're just like, you know what? This encourages me, but I'm not ready yet. But guess what? You have it whenever you are ready. And yes. and just because you don't you're not doing something does not mean you're you're ignorant to it. It just means that it may be something you choose not to do. Somebody may be like, "Oh, smile, why don't you like anal sex?" And I'll be like, "Who said I don't? I just may not do it." Like you never know. Like I'm not going to be ignorant to my body. So it's like a lot of times when women are like, or men too, like not masturbating. Masturbating is not just for orgasm. It's also to let you know when someone is not doing something right. You know, if you know what your body feels like when it's going right, you would not be having all this bad fucking sex because you would know they don't know what the fuck they are doing as soon as they try to eat your pussy. As soon as she sucked your dick, you would have known. Again, I say, you hold some responsibility to why you ain't getting no good dick or why you ain't getting no good pussy. 
like you yeah. you own the cards like yeah and honestly it's part of it like I sometimes look at some of listen some of them are are no longer here on this earth God rest their souls but I look at some of my elders and I'm like really never like never you've have you ever looked at yourself down there like never and it's like how like I don't understand. Like we live in a world now where I think God is a little bit more, you know, normalized, quote unquote. But I definitely come from a background where it's like, oh, my God, you seen yourself down there? Yes, I have. Shift. Doctors have seen me down there. Why the fuck would it not? How are you going to know if something wrong? Right. Like I, I need to know what she looks like. I gave her a whole damn name. Like I never named my pussy. I have to think about it. Oh, I gave her a name. Well, somebody did, and I liked it, so I adopted it. <laughs> it. Her name is Sin. Everybody on this platform knows that. And not Sin as in Cynthia. It's Sin as in the original. I song. knew. I figured which one it was. <laughs> I figured. I didn't think I didn't think Cynthia at all. I didn't think She was Cynthia. like, I didn't think no Cynthia. She ain't no Cynthia. I didn't think no damn Cynthia. I was like, S-I-N-O. It okay, got definitely it. Definitely. So, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Um, breaking. So we've broken stigmas with the toys. And again, this is the type of conversations we need to have. And, and again, very resourceful platform. I definitely want to share. And the whole purpose to bringing this conversation on here, right, is because we're always going to have certain levels of stigmas around just sex in general, right? And so... The episode from last week definitely entails certain aspects of sex and how it, it involves, but where there is discomfort or where, you know, it may happen in certain aspects of life, the workplace or just at home or in privacy, what have you, right? You know, what people kind of kind of look at as like the negative of it, but it doesn't always have to be that way. And so when you do have an opportunity to have great sex, safe sex, communicative sex, you're able to have open-minded sex, it should be embraced and it should be very much so communicated communicated and talked about and explored and especially when you have a partner whoever that is maybe more than one partner and it's an agreement that you guys have that you can have that with like please go with it please communicate please make the best of it and when I say make the best of it like really enjoy yourselves and get to know your body and let your body be free because I am one who is very pro-sex pro-sexuality I am one who loves her body and loves her her pussy and and sin and i get along very very well and we know each other so well and i just i you know a lot of the time i feel like people look at me and they're like you know you like you are you are one of a kind when it comes to sex yes and everybody should be everybody should be this comfortable to talk about it and be open-minded to it and for every child that i have every single child is going to understand that there is an educational piece to it and i am the person who can teach them and help them and get the resources for them don't listen to nobody else your mom can teach you your mom can explain things to you i got answers too i've learned too this is the it all comes with it i've been saying the word come a lot i'm going to stop See but um <laughs> that's for the you you are in case you were wondering i do have <laughs> i do have one last question for you yes what would you say has been the toughest realization for you with this business and and maintaining it as well um to be honest it's to really give others grace and recognizing that women have gotten away with so much toxic behavior. Okay. Um, it's definitely the communication side, just realizing like how, and I'm not monogamous, but even in this business, just realizing 
how monogamous relationships I were I was in in the past ended up having a toxic component. And a lot of that is freedom. We get in relationships and we lose our freedom. We start asking for permission to go out. Like, hey, baby, mind if I... It's one thing to take in consideration another. And it's another where you just stop doing things because you give someone else your permission. And I feel like it goes deeper into sex because you ultimately end up giving someone hold, giving someone the responsibility of holding your orgasm when you have freedom. Like literally, that's why a lot of men don't wanna get settled down. It's cause it's like, as soon as we start talking, I'm in trouble cause I didn't text you as soon as I woke up. Like you mad cause I, I didn't cancel plans with the boys. Like, yeah, I miss you too, but I need to hang out with them. Like, I think that men were raised to be like so unemotional, but they're so emotional and so logical and make so much sense. And women were raised to be so vocal that sometimes we need to be quiet and listen and take things in. And it's like, if men and women could just stop fucking bickering like for a second and just say, you know what? I I don't agree with everything you're saying even, even but just cause say, you know what? I agree with that. Or just watch like my ex-husband, I commend him all the time for the way that he he ended some of our, you know, our situations. I was like, I, I really commend that, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like that was super hard to do. I can understand how difficult that was for you doing, how scary that could have been for you, you know? And he was just like, you know, none of my friends have ever heard any of that from a woman that they left, you know, let alone a wife, you know, like this wasn't just a baby daddy, like this was my husband at the time, you know, so it's so easy to talk this talk that I'm talking, but when it comes to living it and walking in your own life and just being a better fucking person, people always take the easy way out. And I don't. Like I, I show up and I show up transparent on my platform. I tell people when I'm when I'm trying to date someone new, I, I let them know, you know, on my Patreon, hey, this is what's going on with me and Bay. This is something I had to learn. This is something we struggle with because I'm not trying to be perfect. And if somebody had told me about their struggles with things before, maybe I wouldn't have went through everything I've went through in my life. And I'm just hoping that people can understand that like privacy does not help everything like being secretive like share your story it may help somebody to not go through it it may empower them and and listen to men listen to men they 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 are not crazy like they're not like some of their delivery is a little you know but the world's been telling them to shut up for forever so what do you expect and and men please understand that Give us time. The woman's body is so much slower than yours. So yeah, she couldn't have sex right after the pregnancy. Guess what? Her body is still healing. It's called, there's a fourth trimester. Like everybody needs to just stop taking everything so fucking personal. And just for one second, think you may not fucking know everything. Like, you know, it's just trying, understanding how other people feel has taken me the long way. And just taking a second to acknowledge like my faults and where things go wrong, again, propels me even further. There's so much for all of us to learn. It's right there in front of you, but you're looking for it to be packaged with a bow and packaged politely. You know, everybody go get a fucking therapist and talk to your partner 
and read a fucking book. Oh, okay. Yes. Seriously, it's so many, so many ways we could do better. It's just so many ways we could do better. What's what's crazy is all that word that that Samaya just said, and it's incredible how that does. And that is such a realization in the work that you do and that you do with a purpose that is reflective a lot on couples, on people in relationships, on people having sexual relationships. It's it's it, it applies. It's so applicable to them. And we don't think like, really, it, is that where we're coming? Yes, it goes that far. It deep. goes that deep. That, and if you don't think it is, it that then deep. you're not really having good sex anyway. Like the actions can feel good, but I'm trying to teach people how to literally be intimate, you know? And like, and people think like, oh, that's just for relationships. No, I'm intimate with my fuck buddies. And that's why my fuck buddies are good fuck buddies. <laughs> because I'm intimate with people like you can have, you can go, you could throw a rock outside and hit a pussy, hit a dick, okay? But having good sex? <laughs> Not a rock. Girl, I throw a rock, boom. Oops, sorry, lady. Like, it's just throw a rock outside and find some good pussy. I'm not trying to be good pussy. I'm trying to be understanding pussy. I'm trying to be communicative pussy. Like, I'm trying to be a different type of pussy, you know? I'm just, I'm trying to be different. And like I said, you can find good sex anywhere. It's just, it's so much more than that. It's like somebody is, cause think about it. If you have sex with somebody today, like for the first time and it's good, right? Like say it's good for the first time. Very rare, but let's- This, this sounds very applicable to me, continue. You know, sometimes you fucking somebody on the first time, it's good. That don't mean you don't never want to do nothing different. That don't mean you don't never want to try nothing different with that person. Just cause it's good don't mean that's it. Vanilla ice cream was good, but bitch, what if they had stopped there? The fuck? Like, cookies and cream, my gosh. Like, my my friends Tina and Kim are, are I'm sure, listening to this right now. And they're going to text <laughs> me and they're going to say, she just read you for filth based on the conversation we just had ooh, ooh. about that person. You fucked. <laughs> that's exactly how the conversation is going to go. And that's okay mm. because you're absolutely right. Just saying. You're absolutely people, right. People be settling into good dick and good sex, but then now all you left with is good sex years later because you're not receptive to change. You're not trying to change and they're not trying to change. I would rather date a person that would rather try anything than just get in with somebody who got good dick and won't try nothing. Cause that's one thing, like some guys that like already have good dick, they've never thought they had to try anything else. That's why they thought that sex toys just were for, you know, oh, that's for if you have bad dick, like da 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 da. They've never had to try anything else. I prefer somebody that's open. Cause you never know what, you can have good sex, but it, it may not be good to the next person. You don't know. Until they stumble over that person, right? Mm -hmm. And then suddenly that person's the problem. Nah, they're fine. Right. No. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. No, I, I have to say and and shout out just to my own growth. Um, my self-awareness is on point these days, and I definitely picked up on it as soon as the first time happened. And it was like, Oh, it was good. It was all right, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I got there, but something was missing. It was definitely a moment to me that something was missing and it's not, oh, I'm hung up on the ex. No, no. I just know what I need. It's, it's, it's no longer about having good pussy. I've heard I have good pussy. Thanks. I have now a different, I'll take that. Thank you. I have now 
a different interest of what my pussy needs, what my body needs, what I need to get to that level of a climax and an orgasm and a nut with a person during intimacy. Yeah, I, and it'd be fulfilling. Like, exactly. I, sometimes yeah. you got to think back and you'd be like, damn, when the last time I had sex where I couldn't fuck for the last three days? Like, you just took it all out of me. You took all the emotion, all the the physical, all the intimacy out of me. Like, I'm exhausted. I am mentally, physically, and spiritually exhausted from intertwining with you for the other night. Like, when is the last time that happened? Usually, you can fuck again right the next day. Like, oh, okay, we can do this again. I like sex that drains me of everything, but also fills me up with a euphoria for the next three days that I don't even need sex again for the next few days. Like, we can again, but really... My mind is still replaying and going over the reels of like, what the fuck did we just do? Like, I'm past wanting good sex. I want fulfilling sex, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's been months for sure. But I have to agree with you. So even to the point and shout out and shout out to my past relationships that I've been able to be so fulfilled. I don't need it immediately after And shout out to the fuck buddy that I did have that was able to do that for me too. No, because I do think it's about the communication, right? And I'm going to give them shout outs. I don't care. I know. They hey, listen. shout out to you. Um, I'm, Appreciate you. But I'm, I'm going to give them shout outs <laughs> because if it wasn't for the communication again, guys, I, I can, I don't think the level of, satisfaction would have been the same if it wasn't for the communication piece that's right just to keep it all the way wrong yeah you know all right so we definitely hit on the top of the the toughest realization with this with this work that you do and of course the miseducation i want to go ahead and and shine light on the third segment of the show and this is called the overdose and this is usually when we go on a raw rant on something that may have pissed us off or something that we're just on a good vibe with um at this point that may have, I don't know, made us orgasm, catch a nut, I don't know, what have you. It doesn't have to just be about sex or what is it? What have you? But would you like to go first and share anything that you would love to share with me and my listeners? So it's supposed to be something bad or something good? Either one. I embrace it all. <laughs> feedback is feedback. Mm. <laughs> Let me think. Okay. Well, right before this, I had a conversation about threesomes. And I was talking about what makes me mad with that. It's sometimes like women not wanting you to be your full self with their partner. And Mm. I'm like, what did you bring me here for? Why would you bring me into your presence to minimize me? Mm -hmm. And I, Mm -hmm. I really want people like women, like when they're like, oh, we can have a threesome, but here are the rules. You're just doing what men have done to us for years trying to put me in a bubble for whatever reason, especially when like, just take responsibility and say, you don't know how to pick a partner or take responsibility and say, you really didn't want to have a threesome. You're just trying to figure out how to make a threesome fit. Do that. I'd rather you do that. And an overdose for a good one is finding a good intimate massage porn while Bay is like eating you out. And for Ooh. me, it's the titty part. See, I got a lot of ass. It's it's a lot back okay. there. So the ass don't really do it for me. It's always nice to look at, beautiful. But it's the titties that do it for me. Like when they be sucking on the nipple and they sucking on it like they tongue kissing and then bay mouth match up. It, it's like I can feel it in my own nipples. And then if it's like it mentally induces a nipple orgasm and a clitoral orgasm getting ahead at the same damn time. 
Yes. And sometimes I fantasize that it's Bay, like, you know, sucking on the, the nipples in the porn. Now my mind goes deep <laughs> as y'all can see. So <laughs> she has no shame in the fantasy too. I I'm don't. With it. I'm I with don't. It. I, I be telling Bay all the time, you want to suck up some cities? Can I watch? I, Cause it's like, when you suck on mine, I can't see that well. I be looking down, I'm like, hold on. I'm too big for that shit to be just looking down like that. Listen, I got I got what I believe are double D still. I heard they're more than that. Girl, but, uh, I feel like we was little when we found out, first found out we had double Ds. Now look at us. I ain't got measured again because I know better. I fucking know. I haven't got measured again either. I'm not getting measured again. I'm not getting measured again. No, I've been in denial. I, my friend was like, no, I'm taking you. I was like, I don't know if I want to go. No, I don't want to I don't want to face that. But I will say this. You're absolutely right. I definitely... I've definitely gotten off just seeing, you know, the, the view that I'm able to see a man sucking on my titties. I've definitely gotten off on that. Yeah, I absolutely like a There's look. a certain way to do it. It's, it's, it's a complete make, like you have to be making out with the nipple. To get People don't like there. titties no more. It's like men be like, titty, titty, look, look. And then they, then they stick their dick yeah. in. I'm like, y'all used to be going crazy over these things when we was like 14. Like what happened? <laughs> Now I finally got some titty for y'all to fucking be hanging on to it. Don't nobody want to fucking hang on to the titties. Like, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. Just pick, you're like, right. honestly, I, I love having sex with a man that loves women. You could tell when they just love women and they just like, yo, like they think you fine. And like, they, they look like women's bodies because they are taking time on the body. They want to be with it. Like I just they they just fuck so different to me. It's been a while since I've engaged in threesome activities, but I will say this: the times that I have, you definitely are. I'm very particular with the way I choose. I've always been the one to choose who the partner is going to be. Um, but I do agree with you. If you're gonna enter, you need to know how you're entering it and what exactly is it for, because you you're just playing games. Then at that point, it's kind of like you just fetishize in the thought of just being in a threesome or just having it. And you're hurting other people sometimes, like because because you're demonizing somebody that you invited into your bedroom. I didn't get invited here for you to demean me or say I'm exactly. after your man. And if you thought exactly. that, then why the fuck would you let me in here? Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. I some, have to agree. there's just some accountability there. Like everybody be talking about these rules and I'm like, these rules would apply to somebody that you wouldn't pick. So when I ask you, what are the rules for somebody you pick? You bringing up what she can and can't do. Why the fuck would you invite somebody that can't do that? Like, so, Absolutely. so as a woman, you're advocating that women need foreplay in 18 to 45 minutes. Right. And you like, yeah, girl. And you need kissing. You need foreplay on this side. As soon as we talk about bringing a girl in here on a threesome to your shit, then you like, oh no, you can't kiss her. So you don't give a fuck if she catching it. You just a selfish grimy ass. Don't get me started. No, no, yeah. No, no, no. But it's true. But it's true. That's what I'm saying. You have to know what you're walking into. And I've, and I've said this a million times. To my friends who engage in this activity all the time, you know why they're happy and they do it successfully because they know exactly what the fuck they're doing and why they're doing it because they actually enjoy it. Ain't and nobody's leaving nobody for pussy or dick. Girl, there is nobody. Like it, me... it's not possible to steal a person. If they left, they were either already planning to, they didn't want to be there they're anyway. Yeah, they no, just yeah, they were already yeah. done, and this person was available because there's so many people that's in relationships with people that are getting no pussy at all. But guess what? They won't leave because they do want to be in their relationship still. It doesn't matter what you throw with it. So trust me, it's not that. Like, 
if they don't want to be with you, there's nothing that nobody else could do or say. Like, it may be better timing. Like, oh, well, I'm leaving anyway, so I'm going to catch this out the door. But yeah. Mm-mm. No, I agree with you 1000%. I do. I need everybody to just be aware. And and I've said this before too. I've I've been one who has frequent in sex clubs and swingers. Oh, I like sex and clubs. Pre-COVID. That's another con- that's the, the, that right well pre-covid. We got to have a, a post-covid um, uh talk about sex clubs now cuz I just I'm like how sway. Nah, I heard there's some places opening. Oh, I believe it. I just feel like I need to <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a meeting about how is this gonna work. Like, I mean, I've heard, I've heard a few things. I've contemplated the way, the way that people. I'm definitely contemplating, but I'm like, okay, I got to do it smart. But also, the way that people wasn't getting tested for COVID. Like, there's still people to this day that were like, oh, I never got tested for COVID. And I'm like, well, do y'all get tested for STDs? Because like, you literally are around people. I'm just, I have no trust. Like the way that people weren't getting tested for COVID, I was like. Now I'll be fair. Show me all results. <laughs> be fair. When whenever before I started doing anything, when I was just in the house and at the grocery store, no, I hadn't got tested because I hadn't did nothing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you start going out and doing things, now that you know that you could be asymptomatic, mm-hmm. why would you not just go get a test after you go to an event or after you go out of town or just because that's why the flights are requiring them? Like, oh, did you get a test? Like, because you could be carrying it, but. If y'all didn't believe it then, I know damn well y'all dicks burning. Like, I know it. Listen, I'm going to uh, let this just be my overdose then. Let me just be very clear. Anybody who's trying to fuck or have some type of sexual relationship, primarily a more consistent one, please know you come in with all test results to me because that's just how we need to have the conversation. Once that's clear, like once that's clear, and I'm one who definitely gets tested frequently for the COVID because, again, I'm in healthcare, So I just do it just because I think it's the right thing to do. I just, I, I don't, listen, I want to have fun. I want clubs to open again, specifically swingers clubs. I want, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like I'm si- I'm single, single right now, mm-hmm. right? And so. High commodity in the sex clubs, a single woman. And, I, and I'm, right. And I'm just saying, like, I've established recently, this is definitely part of my overdose um, because it's so relevant to this conversation. I've established that if it comes to a relationship, I want a certain level of intimacy. I want a certain level of chemistry, specifically sexual too, Mm -hmm. as well as with the communication, mental and emotional. And if I'm not going to get that, then for me to just settle with just anybody, I'd rather it be to your point. I know I'm a hot commodity when it comes to a certain lifestyle. And so for that, I'm just going to go have my fun over there. And I just need the world that is now opening up again to be very responsible. Everybody get fucking tested so that Ms. D can go have rendezvous at a damn sex club. Because at this point, I'm okay with that too. And I, and the reason why I'm saying I'm okay with it is because from my experience in having been at swingers clubs and in sex clubs, I feel like there's a, even there a certain level of intimacy and care. No judgment. There's no judgment. That's what in. it is. No judgments. They there's come no judgment. in. They're so open minded. They're so open to please, to satisfy. They want to know mm-hmm. what you like. Like they actually get to know you before they take you to you know, to take you down. Like Uh, some people, it's some people. um, I've been lucky enough, but so far, but they do. And it's like, for me to have to settle with somebody who's going to have fast the whole process into a relationship and, you know, not really get me there. I'd rather just have, be able to find that balance with that type of a lifestyle 
now that outside is opening. I've just been waiting to outside get back to normal so that we can get back to normal in that area too. That's it. That's all I want. I just need y'all to be responsible. Please don't fuck up. Some of y'all not wearing masks. Y'all getting me nervous. I just need y'all to act right. Just, Um. Just act right. Just act right. That's all. That's all I need. That's my overdose here. <laughs> that's my overdose. No, that's right. that's, that was my ring. That, that was that was my cue. That was your cue. Was it was cue. it was a glass dildo that hit fail. I, I told you I was working before this. Not on pussy. The fact that didn't. the fact that this whole conversation, I did not. You know what's funny? I was like, I I was wondering if I was gonna have her demonstrate something but you know why i didn't because once again i need you guys to go sign up to this patreon now that's really why i didn't um it's so much time that's needed it's so much time i didn't want a full demonstration because we're not giving out a whole demonstration here for free for one two i i need you guys to go check out the whole thing i need you guys to just take a peek that's all just take a peek (laughs) just understand um ladies if you're listening to this make sure you take the masturbation and squirting class it's a great way to start if you don't know where you're starting if you feel like you know some stuff then yeah dive into the patreon of course the price points matter too like you know maybe the master class is not where you're at you know maybe you're not sold maybe you don't know who the fuck i am from a can of paint and that's fine too but if you put the work into the patreon and just simply look at the directions it will work for you like it will like i just it's it's everything i I fuck with the patreon heavy even me me and my babe watch the videos you know so i do you know i do listen my next partner he don't know what's coming for him take these classes (laughs) so we see you know not even we gotta sit down it's like you know how they say netflix and chill yes it's gonna be sexual essentials and chill okay (laughs) for real for like sit down and watch it together that's what that so I, watch together. Together. I am so excited you don't understand this is part of my excitement of finding someone or that person finding me this is it i am i am so invested in this and it is an investment in myself and i definitely want to take this moment to just thank you for just coming on and having a real raw conversation because it is more than just sex but sex is everything and i think we need to find a way to bridge that gap and for people to really understand what are the sexual essentials of life that we're all supposed to have and we're all supposed to enjoy and i can't thank you enough for just coming on the show and having that real raw conversation with no, you no thank you you said it perfectly um life is more than sex but sex is everything and i think that's yes. that's the line i appreciate you congratulations keep going don't stop you know I'm so glad that you're finding you know like your niche in doing this and having an outlet despite you know your other career you could be as many things you want to when you grow up and you have to pour into all those sides but I'm very excited to get back into the world and do more podcasting again you know and get out of these zooms and you know get back in the real world i'm very excited so um i'm glad we were able to you know knock this out all my guests all my guests already know they will come back to the platform someday because uh, you know this platform is for raw conversation on no topics ever being off limits right and so sex is definitely one of those topics it's and a thousand topics yes yeah, absolutely thousand topics. and so as her content and her educational content keeps growing i know there will be a day and i'm going to manifest it that you will be visiting new york city and i will be able to have you girl i'm always in new york on a recording i'm always in, in, in the studio we're gonna do this and, and maybe then we'll do a demonstration i don't know um but i i know it's gonna happen and for me it is about 
just continuing the conversations and continuing to keep it all the way raw on more than one topic because most topics are off limits and people are too afraid to get comfortable being uncomfortable discussing them. And that's what this platform is for. So there. Absolutely. But thank y'all for having me. Find me on Instagram. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. If you could please share with them where exactly they can find you. I know you got a backup page. Yes, you can find me on um, Instagram, Sexual Essentials. At Sexual Essentials, all one word is my main page. Um, there's a backup page too. It has an underscore in between. But mm-hmm. um, the main one is fine for now while Instagram ain't hating. So we'll see. Yeah. They always yeah, trying, we'll they always trying to kick my there. ass off. Um, yeah, so we'll be listing everything there. On my platform notes, I've definitely shined light on this whole shadow banning conversation. You Actually, girl. I did mention your company when I did that episode because I saw that and it pissed me girl, off. I've been shadow banned for like real? a month. I can't even go live. It's- it's it's happening guys so i will be tagging everything in the show notes um so once again thank you so much for coming on the show and as you guys know this has been another week and another episode on double dose of raw talk podcast i am your host misty and you guys will tune in next week bye don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter and we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe rate and review. Talk to you later. Bye.